Okay. Welcome to the offensive edition of the podcast. <laughs> Brought to you by Eric Gervais. And Jesse Dolster, Margaritaville, and our Monster, guest. and our guest, and Landshark. Bill? Perfect. Bill. Question mark. Bill. See, I do that because I was on, uh, like, magic podcast type thing years ago, and the guy introduced me, and I was like, Bill? Because <laughs> I forgot my own name. Magic the Gathering for the non-nerdy people? Yeah, not a magician's podcast. No. Yeah. We've had a magician on this podcast. He has his own podcast. The end of magic. Yeah. So a magic podcast could mean a lot of things. Oh, no, this is just a card game that I have an embarrassingly large amount of money invested into. How'd that sale go you were talking about? Oh, fantastic. I got uh, 2000 for both those cards. Nice. Oh, my God. And you got your commission? No, I didn't take a commission. It was Dustin. He's a friend. Yeah, uh, 1200 on one, 800 on the other, because it was kind of banged up. What are the, what, what is the rarity of this car? Like, did they know what the, how many were made and how many people have them and that kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's an older, old, it's, I think, International Collector's Edition came out in 95, I want to say, off the top of my head. So there is a known quantity of them, and it has decreased significantly over the years. You know, collections being destroyed, lost, etc. Hmm. You got to figure the piece of cardboard is what, ninety five, twenty five, almost twenty five years old. But again, it's it's the type of audience that would probably keep good care of their cards. Yes, I think. I but know. it's a collector's item at this point. I I can see how some of them definitely would go up in value, but and there's like serious financial people getting into it now, so they're tr- it's like a currency. Oh, they, it's unregulated stock trading. Yeah. They don't have to pay taxes on anything. They do have to pay taxes on it, but they don't. Yes. yes. That's right. Like, there's nobody tracking it. No, of course not. Bitcoin. So, Bitcoin. you do have to pay exorbitant amount of taxes on Bitcoin. Yeah. It is ridiculous. But, uh, yeah, like, the older collectibles like that, they've skyrocketed in the last few years because there's serious financial people looking at, like, oh, hey... We can make a fuck ton of money on this. You would probably be the person to ask. I have a buttload of old Pokemon cards. Do you know anything about that kind of trading? Because I'm sure there's also nerdy people that are in the same circles. No, but I can like get into it pretty easy. I know there is a decent market for original print stuff. Like the, do you remember the very first like Pokemon set? Yep, when it came out. I forget the name of it, but I it do have... It was just called Base Set. I have most of that set. Do you remember when they did the second printing of it, and it had the shadows around the borders of mm-hmm. the art? Yep. The cards before the shadows, much, much more valuable. I, I know... I've looked at some of the sites, and people will sell, like, for instance, Charizard for some reason, just from the first set, it's just always worth, like, 150 bucks or something for the one card. Uh, I, it's nothing crazy. I think I've seen a PSA... Uh, PSA is, like, grading. Okay. You can send it in. T- you know how they get, like, baseball cards and stuff graded? Yeah. Based on, like, condition, centering of the card and everything. I've seen a PSA 9.5 Charizard. The first edition, I think it was 2500 Okay, so they can be worth a lot yeah. of money then. Okay. Yeah. But that also being said, you said, you just said that a card that's worth $150 isn't worth much. 
relative to what he just talked about yeah the magic the gathering it's not but, no yeah like i bought a 150 dollar damaged card yesterday and, and i would hazard a guess that magic the gathering there's probably more people that are into it adults with money trading these kind of things you would be surprised cards. there yeah. are a lot of people our age that play competitive pokemon I know for the, I know the odd like just the electronic games are pretty popular. Oh yeah, people, but but like the card games, yeah. And the card games, yeah. Yeah, they still have large national and regional tournaments. It's kind of interesting. I never really got like in school. I played with the cards a little bit. Yep. But I don't really understand the strategy behind it that a, an actual player would for sure. I like the Game Boy games. That, that oh, was, there was that was childhood. the best, but like, I never got into the cards. Pokemon Silver was my shit. Yeah. But then there's people that are so into that that they're like having the specific breeding types and all like they did put so much effort into getting the specific stats to have the most powerful pokemon of a certain class in a certain area like it's ridiculous the mathematics involved and, and the effort people put into those games I, I thought i was really smart because i beat a game and i had a like typhlosion that yeah, yeah that's a that's a second generation pokemon yeah and i thought i'll just start a different game different different color different whatever and i'll gold or silver yeah and yeah. i'll trade him into that game yeah and i did you can i hadn't assumed that the developers had thought that people would do that because oh boy was he an unruly pokemon much like yes. any woman ever <laughs> yes he would <laughs> yeah they, they make it so you need to collect the badges in order to tame he pokemon would of work higher levels it was kind of like the he was still more powerful than anybody so the fact that he worked 60% of the time, he won enough. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but it was... What are those fucking Anchorman memes? Oh. <laughs> it was, he was hard to control and quite a few, quite a few uh, rounds he'd be like, he didn't listen to you. But then one hit, oh, you only have to listen once. So you, you stream some of your Magic the Gathering stuff online. Like I know yeah, yeah, you yeah, show I, me like the I do stream from time to time. Yeah. yeah. If you want to plug that, go right ahead. I mean like it's uh, we have a very devoted fan base of about twelve. I assume you'll put the link in the like yeah. description. You tell us too yeah. and send me what yeah. I need to type, it'll be there. It's uh twitch.tv slash Bobway, I think. I <laughs> you think, okay. Yeah, like I, I have it saved. He's very brand aware. I am. It's uh how many people will come and like watch you on that? I think the highest concurrent viewer rate I've had is seven. Well, okay. <laughs> so like, I'm a big brand at this point. You guys are lucky you got me on here. <laughs> Should see what they're paying me. Fuck. We are not worthy. <laughs> and you stream anything else other than? Yeah, uh, I most now I mostly stream Eternal. It's like Magic, but it's it's made by some like Magic pros and some other developers. It's essentially a combination of Magic and Hearthstone. Okay. I know Hearthstone was pretty popular. I don't know if it still is, but... Yeah, it's Hearthstone without, you know, all the RNG in it. That makes it terrible. Because you just have random shit happen. And it's like, oh, cool, I win because of randomness. Yeah, I guess it kind of defeats the point of the strategy. Yes. Yeah. I was playing Starbound with you and Tila for a bit. That was fun. That was pretty fun. It didn't last long. No, Teal is really bad at games. Well, for, and I think it's free time that kind of got killed on that one. That too. Good game, though. Did you say the spare time got killed on that one? Yeah. That's life, right? Yeah. It, it is unbelievably hard for me. I mean, I, I don't know. 
but to, to sit down and actually get into something uh, that I enjoy game-wise. Video games especially, because I almost can't justify it with like the amount of shit I should be doing. So I'd almost rather sit there contemplating the important things I should be doing and actually achieve nothing instead of playing video games. See, I'm the opposite. I, I have so many things to do and I just, fuck it, I don't care. Not a lot of bad happens if you just say fuck it and I don't care. No, not really. Eventually it could go to shit. But I mean, for the most part, you can you can ignore a lot. Would of you say that it has stuff. went to shit? Yes. <laughs> like, I am in my life where I thought I would be ten years ago still. And in perspective, where were you ten years ago? How old were you? How old are you now? I'll be 30 in six months. Oh, so you're... <laughs> yeah, and I've done next no. to nothing with my life. Oh, you're still... Yeah. 30s is, yeah. Still, yeah. There's, there's still potential. I don't know. I feel like it's one of those things I have like one shot to go and do everything. And if I fuck it up. What's the one shot? Life? The That's... one opportunity. Oh. You can't let it slip. Well, yeah. I thought you were talking about like one. <laughs> like. We're going to have to pull in a lot of memes for this podcast, yeah, I think. I have absolutely no idea. What... I, will, I will send you reference links or something <laughs> for, for time stamps if you don't get them. But. I'll keep on my toes. But I mean, like, going. I haven't gone to college yet because I'm like, cool, it, I have to borrow a bunch of money to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm only going to get one shot. What if I go take something, I hate it, then I'm fucked. You were interested in being an electrician, weren't you? Yeah, but I, I don't know. I'm just, I feel like I'm not, like, good, good at anything. I'm just, like, kind of good at a bunch of things. Most tradespeople suck at everything, so it's fine. Oh, okay. You, you can make it work. Just go to school and fake it and, and be lazy with the rest of the electricians. and you'll, I'll just fit right in. You'll get paid more than you do right now to do probably just as much. Oh, I don't know about that. I sit there. I probably shouldn't say this in case anybody from my work watches. I work well, very again, hard at it's night. It's always worth mentioning that this is a fictional podcast. We're acting right now. Oh, are we? Okay. Yeah, anything we say is it's scripted. We're acting for Excellent. comedic purposes. It's a work of parody. I mean, my life is for comedic purposes. So is mine. It's okay. <laughs> Maybe I just still take myself too seriously to admit that. <laughs> you're the youngest one here. I guess, yeah. Yeah, you're By what, like 16? Margin. No. <laughs> Deal is a little bit of a grave robber. Yeah. Uh, robber. You wanna? Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that too. That's but... a different. That's a different thing. <laughs> Sorry, too. She's Indiana Jones. Mm. I mean, no. Indiana Jane. No, Jones. Yeah. Gender is fluid. She can she can identify as a Jones. Jones mm. is the last name. Gender. It doesn't matter. Gender fluid? Yeah. Is that what you're drinking tonight? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I brought two of them, because there's only two. I, I've started to drink a little more energy drinks at work, because I'm just dying all the time. Probably shouldn't do that. Probably not good for my health. No, yeah. this this is bad. Like after the second one, I have my heart's like, yeah. But then it'll stop. But you see, the thing with these cans are, it's right on the can it says, "Do not consume them more than one per day." So the fact that you consume two per day is why your heart's going. What the fuck are you doing to me? The most I have had is four. That's a lot. And Justin's day. went to town on them too. Wow. Like yeah. Three or four. See, you should get Red Bull because it says you can have two. You yeah, but Red Bull tastes like horse piss. No, I, I agree. I kind of like Rockstar. That's what I used to drink when I was in university. See? A couple of good ones. With those, 
yeah, there's no sugar, so you're probably getting cancer. But the amount of caffeine that's in those, people will drink more coffee's worth of caffeine than what's in that. For sure. 137 milligrams of caffeine. Isn't yeah. that like two coffees? No. Well, well coffee's like 90, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's right around there. Let me, just for statistics. Pe people, there'll be these crazier articles that'll come up and be like, oh, so-and-so drinks these this many Red Bulls a day and dies of like a heart attack or yeah, whatever. Yeah, exactly. But it's infrequent. There's so many people that drink super high quantities of energy drinks oh, all the time. Oh, all articles like that, like the gaming articles from years ago. Like, Korean man stays up for 37 hours playing video games and too. dies. Do you know how many times I've stayed up for two or three days playing, like, WoW? And not died. And I'm just fine. I'm like, what a fucking pussy. Like. <laughs> for a Korean, that's a, that's a pretty. Right. Must be a real pussy, because I'm sure a lot of them could do it. Playing Starcraft and shit. Fuck, I but remember when I used to play Starcraft. For hours on it working, so. Of course. Starcraft. I guess I played Diablo after that, but Starcraft was mostly what I played as far as Blizzard games go. I could never get into World of Warcraft or anything like that. I used to be a Starcraft. Pro yeah. at one point. Like, uh, the first game or the second one? Second one. Okay. I played in a few MLG Opens. That's pretty impressive. I died like crazy every time I tried to play online. I was terrible at it. Yep. So the medium and large sizes at Tim Hortons contain 100 and 140 milligrams of caffeine. So Wait. each of these is like a large coffee. Basically. Yeah. Well, it's not that bad then. No, yeah. I know several people that will drink three of those a day. Now, the the ones that have sugar in it, you're getting that sugar up and crash, too. But these all, these also yeah, have other stuff like the taurine and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you're getting a giant amount. Which is an amino acid. Yeah. Two thousand, what is it? 2,000 milligrams of taurine. I don't know if there's any health risks related to that. I think it's... No, but I'm sure it contributes to the caffeine potency. Probably. They, I, I always found them to be more effective than coffee, that's for sure. Like yes. If, if I had to stay up and do something for university, like just studying, it was so much better than coffee. I definitely get diminishing returns on them. The first well, the more you use them. The first one I find lasts about four, four and a half hours, and the second one is two hours, then like an hour, then it's like 40 minutes. I don't, yeah, the body does get used to caffeine quite quickly. I, hence the people that have caffeine addictions because they get headaches as soon as they stop consuming it your body's just expecting it to be in your system at that point yeah the the fiance was like that for a bit mm -hmm. she drinks a lot of bubble tea oh see i've i've always been scared to try bubble tea every time i go to like a vietnamese restaurant or something like that i, I want to oh man like after this we should go get bubble tea it's delicious it is delicious i'll consider there's a really good place in st Catharines. which one uh lazy bugs by the pen oh okay we yeah. were in there with uh before a movie one time yeah yeah, like it's it's really really good. I got something else. I think I got like a smoothie or something. That's what I get. I get a banana smoothie. Yeah, it's really really good. I like the taro bubble tea. Taro, what's that? I have no idea. No idea. There's no idea. Okay, it just tastes good. Sounds like a. It could. Sounds like it could be a fruit or something. I think it's a root. A root. Yes. Right. I'm not sure. I could Google it. I have the capability. Several Asian cultures are probably face palming right now, but that's. That's fine. All of them simultaneously. Yeah, if you listen, you can hear the slap. <laughs> we should address the elephant in the room. And I, I'm going to ask you this question, which I've asked you before, but I'm going to ask you in this context. Why are you wearing a Make America Great Again hat? Because I like to shitpost. But in real life? Yes. Is it really shitposting if you're just doing it in your daily life and it's not on the internet? Honestly, for years growing up, I've done it. 
And until, like, shitposting was an actual thing online, till like, people started calling shit... I didn't know what it was that I did. But now, I know, it's just real-life shitposting. Just like all the people that had these imaginary gender identities, and yes. now, now they have words for them because other people created the words. Yes, like, I identify as a galaxy. Yeah. With trans stars in it. Trans... Is, is that a new thing? Yeah. What? Uh, I was watching a video a couple weeks ago on it, and somebody wrote a fan fiction about a star being tr a trans woman. Like, an actual star being a trans woman. Fan fiction for what? Oh, uh, it was on some, uh... Fuck, what's it called? Uh, you do... Did you do 4chan at all when you were younger? Yeah. Do you remember the X board? How much like, younger can he get? <laughs> to be fair, I've been on 4chan for... <laughs> I was in grade 8 when I started okay. on 4chan. To be fair, 4chan is one of the few websites that has changed very little in yes. like a very long time. Well, it's definitely gone worse. It's been pretty toxic and pretty... Pretty, yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. No, 4chan's fine. <laughs> it used to be much better, though. Like, the old... I'm part of the old guard of 4chan, okay. and old fag as it was. Old fag. <laughs> I like it. Like... So you have, so you have 4chan nostalgia. Oh, yes. Like, do you remember ever hearing about 4chan raiding a, like, Habbo Hotel? Yeah. I was there for the first raid back in... That was 2000 and. Four, I, if, I think. If it wasn't for this moment, I might have entirely blanked Have a Hotel from my memory. Because I used to yeah. play that shit. And it was, for some reason, fun. Looking back, that was a stupid game. Oh. I don't even know why I played that. I mean, I had fun when we were standing on the edge of the pools, showing pools closed due to AIDS. And we were all dressed up in the suit and the black guy in the afro. It was fantastic. Nice. It was good shit posting. When I was playing it, it was a lot more friendly because I, I was younger and I guess my friends were not as shit posty. See, now he just goes on Club Panda. Club Panda. I heard people are going nuts about that shit. But oh, I, no, it was Club Penguin, it. not Panda. Peng Penguin. Yeah. It was, um, I used, I used to go to this website for some reason that had a bunch of Flash minigames and stuff called Mini Club Clips. Penguin that Disney owned. Yeah. Okay. Was it always Disney owned? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Well, no, Disney bought it. They had a. They had this, uh, like, mass player digital world, and it was a city type thing. And then it wasn't as doing as well. They bought Club Penguin, and then they closed the other city thing to focus on Club Penguin. And now there's just Club Penguin, and some users of the old one it started it up again with no Disney advertising. So now there's a secondary... I think it's closing down again now, though. Oh, well. Yeah, that's I'm what you pretty sure Club Penguin's closing down. It's, it's amazing how prolific online games are now. Because I do remember going to, like... It was miniclips.com that I used to go to. There was, like, all Flash-based games. And it was, like, a... Addicting games. A coagulation. And, yeah, like, and they're all new just, grounds. Like, coagulations of, like, everything in one place. Yeah, new grounds. That was, and that was a lot of adult content, too, which was interesting as a kid. E-bombs world. Yes. Yeah. Well, those two are actually where 4chan came from. There was a message board incorporated with them called Something Awful. And that's where 4chan started, was on Something Awful. They made, like, a B thread yeah. for random, and that's how it started. Hmm. And then, obviously, our Lord and Savior, Christopher Poole, bought some servers and started it up way back in the day. 
How long ago was that now? It's gotta be. I think 4chan started in 2001 or 2002, something around there. Sounds about right. The golden age of terrorism. <laughs> I was barely, I, I probably had my first access to the internet at, at about that time. I would think. I really didn't start using, utilizing the internet to its full potential until about 2005 or 2006. And back then, the potential was a lot less than it was now, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was a different place. Still using, like, MSN Messenger and shit. I mean... That was earlier than I People still use MSN Messenger until a few years ago. Yeah. It was still a thing, I think. I recently had an old hard drive to a computer I had throughout my teenage years and early college years recovered because it was dead. I just needed the files. You sent you it. it away to be recovered? No, I had a guy do it. Okay. For free. It was fine. It was great. Did he like the porn that was on it? There was no porn. Uh, thankfully. <laughs> Remember when you used to have to download porn? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I'm going through these files and some of them are just embarrassing because there's all these recovered MSN Messenger files, and then in the recovered files are subfolders for pictures. I'm like, I remember that tit. I remember that tit. Yeah. And then I'm like, fuck, I forgot about her. She's a whore now. I wonder why. Mm -hmm. So it was a nice trip down memory lane. It's like uh, when Facebook shows you your post from 10 years ago, and you want to fucking kill yourself. <laughs> like, why did I type like well, this? Well, like, there's that, but then also... It looks even stupider because 10 years ago, the way you posted was different because it wasn't just a random thoughts. It was blank is. Yes. So that 10 years ago, it's, and they don't fill it out. So because my memory's 10 years ago, is feeling fine. Right. Okay. That's fine. Or is really pissed off. 10 years ago today, I got thrown out of my room because there was a wedding and I had to sleep for a week in my tent <laughs> in my parents' yard. You want to know something? You were pissed off about it, probably. No, I was fine. I didn't mind the camping. But one night, it was probably on like a Friday night, some hooligans knocked down the tent. While you were in it? Yeah, asleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was pouring rain. It just wasn't a good time. Uh, sounds like something I would have done. Tila has accused you of being incapable of sleeping in a tent. Because This come up because of the Labor Day thing, because mm -hmm. your family get together and all that. Because we talked about it, you would probably have to sleep in a tent if you were to come to that, or the, the August long weekend, or whatever it is. Oh. Yeah. So, here's the thing. Sleeping in a tent, I love camping. I can't sleep like I used to sleep. I've said this countless times. I can't sleep on the ground anymore. But can't right? you use, like, an air mattress? Yes, okay. I could. I have no problem sleeping in a tent. It's just, I air mattresses tend to deflate. Yes. The one that you brought here does so i would i would much rather get like an actual like camping mattress of sorts yeah. or even a cot because with my back i can't just i can't sleep on oh. the ground at a great unless i dig a hole in a jesse type crater then i might be okay but then it's like i'm halfway buried so hmm. it's not good either no i'm not coming labor day well there isn't a labor day weekend for sure. whatever august long weekend yes i'm busy I was going to say, at Great, Great Wolf Lodge, I saw this, like, one-person tent and a cot all built together. That's nice. Yeah. It was, like, 200 bucks. I used to camp a lot. Like, most, most of it was with scouting, but I did used to camp a lot, a lot. In your current point in life, you don't seem like an outdoorsy person. Were you ever? <laughs> yeah, like... Tell the pasty skin. <laughs> be fair, that's because I've worked nights for three years straight. Vampire. Like, I don't know what the sun is. 
it doesn't exist to me anymore. So you're not an outdoorsy person? No, I don't mind the outdoors. Like, uh, not last year, but the year before, I went camping with the fiancé and her parents and, like, her little brothers and stuff for a week. And uh, Does she like that title? What? The fiancé? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, we went to Algonquin, and it was fun. I mean... I love Algonquin. It was the first time I've ever actually been camping, but I didn't it's mind it. It's a great it. place to start. That's, yeah. like, the camping... That's, like, the camping pinnacle of Ontario. Yeah, it's one of her favorite places to go. She wants to go this year, but neither of us drives. So. Do you remember what campground it was? Like, there's names for them and stuff. No, I know it was by a little lake, though. Can Canis Bay Lake? I don't know. Okay, well, that's fine then. Okay. I just know. What's that? Have you ever commuted in Algonquin? No, I haven't. I, haven't I did once. We did it as a, like, a four-day trip. With, you know, canoeing's fun. I fucking hated the portaging, but the canoeing is fun. Well, yeah, walking with a canoe is not fun, but no, being in not. is better. That's why kayaks are cool. See, that sounds fun to me. I think I'd have fun doing that. Carrying the canoe? No, just the oh. whole, like, <laughs> yes, Jesse, I'd like to come right, and just carry you're your... You're coming. <laughs> you can canoe with me. I'll run okay. along the side, okay. like on the on no, ground. You can sit in the canoe, and then once we have to portage... No, no, I'll just keep up. Okay. I'll just keep up. I'll run. I'll you to it. Yeah. I'm actually, like, might Ugandan. The, might be doing the day, though. Oh, I can't do that. <laughs> I have to sleep in a tree upside down. Okay. I'm gonna, keep up. I'm gonna switch topics. On what what is currently happening in the world of politics that I you think that I would be interested in? Because I don't keep up with like Sargon of Akkad and like all of the subsidiaries under him anymore. Because I don't have time. What is it, a shit posting corporation? Pretty much. It it's it works like clockwork now. Anyways, continue. What? Eh. Well, just... <laughs> well... <laughs> like, what specifically would you like to know? There's stories right now about certain people in, in Britain being jailed for, like... Tommy Robinson? Yeah, Tommy Robinson. What? What's going on with that? Because I know that he... What did he do? He threw, like, something at a mosque? No. No, uh... Apparently he was on probation, and he... When they're having the Rotterdam trials or whatever for the rapist Islam grooming gangs yeah, that the media refuses to acknowledge over there, because that would be... Racist. Racist. Yeah. Um, he was recording outside the trial. Like, not... Oh, it was about breaking news. I remember this. Yeah, yeah and not, like, not bothering anybody. And the police decided to tell him he had to stop. Because there was a media ban on something. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, he's not a media... He's not an official member of the media. No. He's just a guy recording his thoughts. Civilian. Yeah. And he got arrested for essentially breaching his probation order. Is there any development? Like, has anybody heard from him since then or no? Not really. I don't really keep up with that much with him as much, you know? Like, I know he's in jail. I know he's probably going to get stabbed to death by yes. an Islamic a, gang. A lot of people were very concerned that he is not going to get out of there alive. Oh, yeah. Like, there's a good chance he probably won't. There was an interesting video I saw where there was a lot of people... Like, it, it's always been a thing in prisons where people will get converted to certain religions. And it's, it's yeah. been very common in the United States. It was, I guess, Christianity for a very long time. But now they're saying Islam has definitely been on the rise for, I guess, yes. decades. Yes, like, radical Islam is yeah. a major threat to everything which because it's a very 
strong motivator for like an in-group and an out-group kind of thing. Yes. People want to identify with that group to gain the benefits that it It's either gets. you are with us or you are against us. And it's, it's pretty convincing the way that it argues it, I think. It's like being on the ideological left these days. Either you're with us or you're a far-right racist Nazi mm. hate bigot etc etc ism 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 yep I don't know if that's as much of a problem in Canada you think yeah I don't haven't watched anything about that it's there's definitely people like that in Canada Hmm. every once in a while I'm in Toronto it's great I'll just get that person they'll I'll be walking and they'll look at me and they'll look at the hat and I just get the (laughs) as I'm going past them and I'll give them a little how you doing? From what I remember last year, because we were downtown Toronto for, like, Tila's birthday, a lot of people were very confused. They didn't understand at all the hat. Actually, uh, last night on my way home, I was sitting at the Burlington Go station charging my phone. And a guy came over to me. He's like, I just have to ask you, why are you wearing the hat? And I explained it to him. Like, I'm a centrist, and I just like shitposting. Was he okay with that? Yeah, like, yeah. He, he didn't seem to understand. Like, he was still a little confused after I explained it to him. About, like, he's like, I don't think everybody who wears the hat is, like, a Nazi or a racist. I just wanted to know why you were wearing it. Seems like a pretty level-headed guy you got to talk to. Yeah, it's, honestly, half the reason I do it is to start conversations now. Because nobody will fucking talk to each other anymore. You're either a communist or you're a racist. I think I used to use the veganism thing to do that, just to make people talk about it, which oh, was interesting. Oh, you just walked up to people and told them you're no, vegan. No, not even like that. I would, I would, I would do the thing where I'd put it in for like conversations and stuff. I wasn't actually that really ideologically attached. It was just kind of interesting to see how culture. Because I admit to many of the vegan principles to being entirely factual, and then that since I don't follow them, I'm kind of being a shitty person. But I can live with that. I'm, I don't really care that I mean, much. I think we're all shitty people. Yeah, exactly. But, but it was interesting just to see how reactionary certain people are to certain topics. Oh, definitely. Like, uh, that Vegan Gains YouTube channel. I love his channel. It's so good. Screaming about slitting people's throats and stuff. <laughs> Fucking... That was a while ago that he used to do that kind of shit. He does, he's not so crazy anymore, but... Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. Well, not really. It was a lot of fun to watch. <laughs> Who was... It was that ginger-headed guy. What's, uh... Repsion. That's it. He, he talked about... I don't about... think I've ever seen him. He, yeah, he just talked a lot about, like... I guess, well, political stuff. He kind of followed in the Amazing Atheist footsteps, I would say. See, my friend Kevin's really into Amazing Atheist. I never got into him. I really liked his... He, he was probably pivotal back when I was starting university or, like, the end of grade... Or in the end of high school or whatever, because at that point in time, I, I, it was the only time I really ever started to question religion, and he talked about that kind of stuff back then. He doesn't talk about atheism anymore because it's kind of a dead topic. Everybody sort of has moved on from that, but... Yeah, but I, I I found him quite to be quite influential. Now he's a little bit washed out, but that's you know what every creator ever seems to get after a while. Is oh, they're just saying I'm I'm fake and my old stuff was better. Yeah, exactly. And he complains about it a lot, so it's kind of boring. That's what people do. They go on Twitter and complain about things. Yeah, it's sad to think that a lot of the people that are really influential that I still do watch on YouTube will someday be that washed out and everything. Yeah, They're washed out. I mean, the main people I watch on YouTube are pretty good still. Like, Sargon's... He's never seemed to wane at all. Like, his audience just keeps growing, and it's... I think he used to be funnier when he shitposts more. Yeah. You think he takes it more seriously now? 
a little bit, and I think he's just, like, he's more honed in on only British politics lately, as opposed to, like, shit posting about feminism and stuff like he used to, which I found hilarious. Yeah, he doesn't really do those videos anymore. I no, guess. like, remember when I used to make fun of Anita Sarkeesian all the time? That was funny. But maybe that's a bit of a dead topic, too, because people sort of realize she's a bit of a charlatan. And a bit. She, she keeps getting money from these, like, campaigns, these fundraisers and stuff. Although, uh, I do... You know the game Ark? Like, yeah. uh... The ser you know Ark? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sargon runs an Ark server. And a buddy of mine was on it, and he invited me onto it. Okay. And, uh... Sargon had, like, this big castle built up for himself, and you can import, like, custom, like, pictures for, like, big pictures and stuff you can put up. You know this Sar Anita Sarkeesian picture, the one drawn of her with, like, the giant nose and stuff, yeah, yeah. and the hands, like, in the old, like, that meme about the Jew guy? Yes, although um, she's he, Armenian and will let you know at every turn that yes. you'd be racist. He had a giant portrait of it in his castle. Nice. I laughed for a good 20 minutes straight when I saw it. <laughs> that would be really great. He, hmm. I think the other person that would really rip on her, another feminist, was Thunderfoot. He would he would just tear people to shreds. Although he's kind of crazy politically sometimes too. So I don't know. I never watched Thunderfoot. No. No. I, he kind of interested the the little scientist in me when I was in university because he was a very well I guess uh, well endowed scientist. You could yeah. Say. yeah. Camp Dankula is pretty good. He's funny. I love the Scottish shit posting. Yeah. Like that Nations of the World video he did. Ooh, when was that? That was a while ago. Yeah. It was like a short little like minute long of him singing about it. It was great. I haven't seen that one. Oh, I'll have before. to show you later. I'll put the put the link in the in the description down below. Oh, <laughs> I just wanted to do that. Jesse. On a YouTube video. Just put it down below. Yeah, Jesse, do some fucking work. I do will. you have any connection to like the? political YouTubers at all. I have been listening to you to you two and I can't draw anything. No. no. That's I, fine. You know most of the we, we call most people that don't involve themselves with the stuff normies, I guess. And then just it's a, normies. Yeah. That's the that's the technical term. Yeah. And that's I I'm mostly that at this point because I don't fucking care anymore. Yeah. Not that's that basically where I stand. Well that's because you guys have lives and you go out and do things. I, I think having a life has its drawbacks. It's not all. It's not all rainbows and sunshine. Nope. No, it's not. But I just don't care anymore. Like the apathy is real. If you but the apathy has no consequences. Pretty much, the world just keeps going on. Yeah. Whatever. If you want to do something that's not inherently illegal. <laughs> I love how you added that clause. Well, inherently, I'm not saying go rape and pillage, but if it's legal in your country, have at it. Where do you live? The Middle East. <laughs> Get to that. <laughs> but if you, I mean, the the gender thing. If you want to identify as a squirrel, go ahead. Oh yeah. But I'm your really life as a squirrel. Now, especially since we're using the squirrel as an example, shouldn't affect my life any more than a squirrel would affect my life. But that's the thing with the political ide ideologies. You want to proliferate it to the extent that you think it would be a, a better society if people agreed with you and acted in accordance with your values. 
and you think that it's going to help everybody, and if they would just see the light, and they would do as you think you should, they should be told, then it, everything would be fine. It's, it's not that easy. You see, that's where I stand with, like, Jordan Peterson on this. Yeah. Who's a fantastic... I love him. Yeah, like, I see? Listen. You do have he's, a connection he's to... He's okay. There you go. He's, yeah. he, and he's an excellent lecturer. Have you read through the entire book, 12 Steps for... Not yet. Okay. But Good I... Book. I still need to buy it. watching... It's worth buying. I just finished his most recent Joe Rogan podcast, and that was good. And his more recent lectures and, I don't know, interviews have been inter interesting to watch, but the book's just sitting on my bedside table waiting for me to pick it up or read a page or two here and there. I like the way it's written. I enjoyed listening to the audiobook in the car, but I do also like the way it's written. He has a very, very good prose in his writing. I tell he spends a lot of time and I like hearing it in his voice. That's why the audio voice is very interesting, too. Yeah. Like, him reading his own audiobook is fantastic. So, I, th okay, so I guess I do have some sort of connection there, but he he is less connected with everybody else, I would say. He's sort of doing his own thing in his home, cult following. And he's out of Toronto, so. Where yeah. is he now? I mean, like, he's out of Like, he's based out of Toronto. Oh, okay. I was be like a big you know he does like live shows and stuff we yeah. could go to. Too. I really, I've, I've thought about that. I really want to go to one. I go to this lecture. But like, they're like $140. He doesn't call them lectures. What is, what is called? Conversations. Conversations. Yeah. That sounds like bullshit. No, but it's I assume it's more of an intimate, like you can have a Q&A oh, with yeah, him he, as well. He'll talk with the audience. So. Yeah. And like afterwards, I'm sure he does meets and greets with everybody and we could get pictures with him. Maybe if we had a nicer set, we could get him on here. Yeah, no. <laughs> I he honestly would do so much he's, for this. He's such a down to earth guy, he probably would. I the, the, I the thing that I find him interesting or really interesting about yeah. him is he is now a carnivore. Just a flat out carnivore. That yeah, his dietary choices are insane, but whatever. I honestly thought you were gonna say cannibal for some reason. That's, I don't know why. That'd be more savage. I'd that'd be okay I mean with that. that's the only way the left could vilify him even more. Yeah, it'd be funny. It's just, just eating you. He's, so wait, so he's just, right. he's eating a purely meat diet? Well, he's introduced, because of the paleo diet. I understand, diet. he has introduced veggies into it, but for the longest time he was, and he still could be, um, eating just purely meat, because he had some issues, and his daughter, who has a very good oh. health food blog, yeah. um, started him up, and it's, from what I understand, it is, if not just meat, mostly meat. Like, to the point where he will, like, buy the beef fat and fry it up yeah. to, to get that. One thing that I... Maybe maybe that works for him. I don't really know the specific biology of certain people and why diets work better with, better with certain people. But I hate... I, I'm tired of just all these nutrition YouTubers and, and bloggers. Like, all these people. Because everybody's got this, like, secret diet. It's like, oh, if it's all plant-based, it's good. If it's all paleo-based, it's good. If it's this diet, if it's that diet. I don't know. Sorry, I just remembered something. It, yeah, okay. Because it, I don't know. It all drives me insane. Oh, nice. How specific they want to be. I think I think we had briefly talked about this. What's that? I, I grew tired of, like, being... 95% of my life unhealthy mm. so I googled it and I said like how do you introduce a baby to vegetables and can I, you send me that link <laughs> well the baby says hi the vegetable's like hello and it's that but is this veggie tales <laughs> good show for what was it Christian program yeah it was it was a good show um, I like it. 
they had a really weird Pirates of the Caribbean knockoff that made it to theaters called the Pirates Who Don't Do Anything. And it was kind of funny. Now that's a crew I could join. <laughs> but again, it was Veggie Pirates. So. Veggie Pirates. Um, so this past week, for the meals that weren't breakfast, because that'd be weird, I think, I have reintroduced myself to green beans. They're pretty good. Not mashed up, so yeah. I took that away from the baby diet. I'm like, okay. I'm not going to blend myself up baby food. No, that'd be gross. And then this week I'm doing peas, and I absolutely hate peas. I had peas tonight, and I was gagging. Peas I, are so neutral. You could just mix them with, like, pasta. Yeah, I, that's what rice. I did. I ended up mixing them with the mashed potatoes. Yeah. Oh, no, that's fine. Though. I need... Right, it is fine, but I do need to at least get used to the flavor. And then it's I'm just starch. That's all it is. And then I'll do carrots, and then I'll carrots do good. broccoli, yeah. and celery. Some of the stuff I... Like, I don't like Brussels sprouts. No. I do. Oh. And asparagus. I love asparagus. Asparagus. Cook a, cook a really nice steak. Yeah, but you see, throw... that's, that's just it. The only time I'll eat asparagus is when we're at weddings, and it's accompanied by a nice steak. It goes good with steak. It does. So I think, I'll, actually, that's another thing that I did this week. I ate really good meals. I'm like, if I'm going to force myself to like the vegetables and have good meals to go along with it. So I had steak for two nights. I had uh, stuffed chicken breast for two nights. And then I had, uh, I fried up some potatoes in the steak juice afterwards. And it was really good. That'd be pretty good, yeah. It was delicious. It kind of obviously counterbalanced the vegetables, but at least I can now eat the green beans and it's perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. Now you're just making me hungry. You want to know what I ate today? What? What's that? Two microwaved hot dogs and a glass of water before I came here. You're a skinny guy, Bill. What what do you eat to keep yourself so healthy? Like honestly, what does he eat to keep himself so skinny. He yes, eats two to four energy drinks a day. It's not necessarily. Let, cool let's go. Cool. Let's go with the exterior visual. My, my diet is terrible. Okay. What do you eat? Like two almost almost exclusively like frozen microwave food because I'm at work all the time and I'm like cool, this is cheap. I'll eat this. It's terrible. Like you don't look like you're in terrible shape. To be I, honest, I don't, but I feel it. Okay. Like, I have no energy. It's bad. But I have been getting back into steak because of Kevin's wedding. There's, like, leftover steak. Was it good steak? Or you're talking oh, about leftover steak? No, I hadn't <laughs> eaten a steak in, like, ten years. Yeah. And then there was steak at... I ate so much of that wedding. Uh, Club Capri. It was pretty nice. It was, like, really nice. But I ate so much. They had a five-course meal. I had an antipasto thing, so I ate, like, That'd two things of prosciutto. Yeah. And then it was bowl a bowl of mushroom soup that I got forced to eat. You don't like mushroom soup? I, yeah, I don't like mushrooms. I had never eaten it before, and I was really iffy about it. So, you know Josh. Yep. Right? I do know. Josh grabbed me by the back of the neck like this. Yep. And Hillary came over with a spoon and shoved it in my mouth. That was a nice cooperative effort. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They teamed up on me. And then I had two big, like, bowls of tortellini. And then an entire chicken parm and some roast potatoes, and then a whole steak. Not bad. That's a pretty. I mean, if you're paying for a, a plate, it's yeah, it's a good way to enjoy it. But now, like, I just want steak all the time. It was so good. Hmm. Oh fuck! Maybe. You made me really hungry. Want steak again? <laughs> fuck. If we should, we should do some kind of tasting segment on this podcast. Well, I, I could make like a moose steak or something for everybody. I would like to like, try that we'll compared do, to beef. We um, we have to do tequila. Melissa, I keep forgetting to bring it, but we need a te tequila comparison night. Because Melissa has a really good bottle of tequila. How, how good? 
like can't remember. Like an aged. It's aged. Thing. All right, I've never had good tequila. Like I've. That's what you and Tila say, and even like the, the best she... tequila I've had was just it was the clear stuff that I brought well, to the um, well silver tequila. The August best. long weekend. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, it was, it was good. It was good enough to drink, well, but it was you, not. If you guys want real tequila, you gotta like smuggle it out of Mexico with a worm in the bottom of the bottle. It's true. It when probably should go to Mexico before we judge. That's the problem. I haven't vacationed in Mexico being the, the legal limit, but being in Jamaica and being able to drink Jamaican rum and even like fresh from the brewery Red Stripe beer, I'll take it. The Red Stripe's a Jamaican brand. Yeah. And you go on a tour of the brewery and whatnot and it, it's it's good. Uh, and then Appleton rum. I was an Appleton ambassador for the longest time. That was the first rum that I used to drink, and but I you, got tired of it, I guess. Oh, if you give me an Appleton rum now, I'll still love it. Although, I find that I can drink a lot more of the white rum than I can the dark rum. And I tend the to... dark rum is too sweet almost to keep I tend going. to fall on the ideological... Ideolo- I tend to fall on the opinion of drinking more than less. So. Hillary really liked white rum, too. She likes, uh, you heard of lambs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she likes that. That's her rum of choice. Um, and then, I mean, Cuba, rum's good in Cuba. We didn't go to a rum plant. No, we just bought some at the, the hotel we were at. And it was good. The one that I had was like scuba something. I don't even know. Some weird brand. But it was, I, I knew I couldn't find it in Canada anyway, so I picked it. As opposed to ones that they have We'll just Cuba. make sure that we buy a lot. For the bachelor party in Cuba in the next few years. Jesse keeps talking about this theoretical bachelor party that may or may not involve cocaine. It's not going to involve cocaine. It's just a joke. But if you're in Cuba. No. Coke's cheaper than weed. No. No drugs. <laughs> I don't know if I'm invited, but no drugs. Although it's, it's, it's amazing how I can make a joke because I couldn't do cocaine. No. It's not right now, but... That just sounds like a bad idea. So, I'm saying, you know... Uh, bachelor party in Dominic or Cuba with cocaine with and hookers. I mentioned <laughs> cocaine and hookers and I mentioned a few times and then Tila is seriously asking Eric yeah after after this conversation about <laughs> this bachelor party of Jesse's and mine because I have one I guess theoretically too then I got home with her in the at the end of the car ride before we got out she's like do you really want coke at your bachelor party and I was like <laughs> No, <laughs> I can do without it. I would never, especially not at a bachelor party. Like, I realize that if you're doing a week in Cuba for a bachelor party, it's not going to be, you know, Tuesday to Tuesday and then the wedding's on a Saturday. Like, it'd probably be like a month before. But yeah. I'm not going to, like, try a drug that's ruined so many lives and then get married. I'll wait till after. That's ruined so many lives. Getting, that's true. Getting married. Um, no, Coke isn't on my list of drugs <laughs> that I want. Uh, to try. No. Now you give me a little LSD. I've honestly considered trying mushrooms. See, I've wanted to do it. A just lot of people have done that. People like Joe Rogan and a lot of comedians have really talked up psychedelics. And I mean, I've never done any of them, but it sounds interesting. Yeah, same. Like, the worst I've ever done was years and years ago. I was in, you know, the Moose and Goose? Yep. I'm sure you've heard the story from me before when I used to live above the Moose and Goose there for that one summer. No. Oh, oh man. I, know a few people I used to live beside the Moose and Goose. Huh. 
but uh, but one day, because all we did all summer is like get drunk and smoke weed and shit. What, and like then you like do it over, over the moosey goose, yeah. Yeah, well, like it ended up a very bad summer at the end. <laughs> we ran out Why? of we ran out of money. Started yeah. doing some not so legal things. Well, this is a fictional podcast, so what some not legal things did you end up doing? Definitely did not break into thirteen gas stations slash convenience stores in the middle of the night to steal shit. Thirteen of them that in a is, month. That is definitely that's a higher skill. Not amazing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was thinking, like, sell your body or something. Nope, nope, definitely. But, you know, I was, like, 17, and that's a fucking... You got away with it? No. Oh. No, oh. definitely did not. I was going to statute of limitations. Yeah, no, definitely did not. But I only got probation, which was nice. Oh. Yeah. I was going to say, I didn't think that you would ever went to jail. So, wait, you got through... I have s- definitely been in holding many times. Well, you got through 17 gas stations before you got caught? 13. 13 gas I thought you said 17. 13. If you just quit on the 12th, damn it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the annoying thing. No, like, there's so many good stories from that summer where, like, do you know, uh, in Confederation Heights and Thorold? Mm-hmm. You know where there's that, like, Big B gas station or whatever? Mm-hmm. I remember the one night we tried to break into there, and for some reason, I don't know where we got it, but we had a pickaxe. <laughs> <laughs> like, from Minecraft? Yeah, like a full-on pickaxe. Okay. Pixelated. And like we tried to hit the window with it, and an alarm just started going off. Yeah. And we just supposed to running down the street, holding a pickaxe. That's subtle. It's towards like the end of the summer, so the cops have to be onto us at this point. There's like seven or eight cruisers coming, and we're just laying in a field, like please don't find us, please don't. Please didn't find you. No. No. Yeah. How was the adrenaline? Oh, man, like, honestly, that's why I think I ended up doing it so long that summer, because it just... It gets addicting. Oh, holy fuck. (laughs) Does it get addicting? On the much more vanilla side of that, the only equivalent comparison I have is playing Mickey Nine Doors and doing that. We're hiding under the neighbor's bushes, just waiting while they call the cops. (laughs) I've done some things. I have, yeah. But... I've never robbed... Even on a fictional podcast... Say. See, like, this is all stuff that like people because know I about already. So, <laughs> well, we got caught for it. I mean, it's kind of up up in the air. We have the Zodiac Killer here. Zodiac Killer. <laughs> yeah, maybe. What's that? What's that politician? Okay. I, was, I was gonna call him Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz yeah. doesn't look like Ted Cruz. No, no. How the thirteenth go? How did you get caught? Like, now I'm curious. Oh, were you caught on the night? No, no, like, the summer was over. I was an idiot. I ended up talking about it at school. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then somebody overheard it, and then I got arrested at my Aww. parents' house. You know. I fucked up. 13 times? It wasn't, like, 13 different no, stories. he fucked up 12 times. Yeah. Oh, no, he fucked up once. The 12 were good. Yeah. Fucking, uh... You know uh, how they're you used continuously hit the same stores. I'm getting to that. <laughs> <laughs> you know Foodland and Thorold. Yeah. You know that smoking video that used to be next to it. No. How there there was that like video store and it was a convenience store right now. Do you remember that? No. Well, there used to be there before that employment or whatever was there. We hit it four times in a summer. Hopefully not back to back. 
like you think they up their week to week. Matters. The fourth we didn't do it the fourth time. We went back to check it. There was a Korean guy sleeping on the floor with a sword. Holy! And he fucking Lord. chased us across the parking lot. Oh shit! <laughs> okay, I can tell one story. It's not as badass as you, but it had a positive outcome. I don't know if I told this on here before. One summer, back in Tilsonburg, me, a few people, not mentioning names, broke into the Tilsonburg water park. That sounds like a more fun thing to break into. And the reason why we broke into Tilsonburg water park is because the barbed wire at the top of the fence was so loose, you could actually unravel the barbed wire and just go... And it's just hopping the fence. Yeah, that's yeah. not breaking and entering. That's just trespassing. And, well, we trespassed onto the water park. Did, had a little bit of fun. Realized Was the water park on? Like, they had pumps pumping water? No, the slide was a sticky yeah. slide yeah. down. Yeah, no. Um, not good. It wasn't fun. But the water itself is fine. And we realized that the grass to get over the fence is fine. But the fence was actually taller on the other side. So instead of leaving things unannounced, we had to pile stuff up to get over. Yeah. Now this was 2009, maybe? No security cameras. Security cameras are there now. Not because of us. But we leave a few days later, brand new, beautiful, top of the line barbed wire fence around the entire thing. <laughs> Just, yeah. A few, few days later? Yeah. That must have been in plans already. They couldn't have done it because of you at all. Well, way to ruin my fun. Might have been longer. I don't know. Okay. Because it takes a while to organize that. <laughs> well, well, then it might have been longer. Or it was planned. Maybe because it was so loose. Yeah. But anyway. That's... Did you want swimming in like a wave pool or something? No, it was a full swimming pool. Yeah. At like 2 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning. It's not like fun. We used to do that. Plus, Tilsonburg Police... It'd be way easier to just break into, like, a community pool, because there'd be, like, probably no repercussions for that. Oh, yeah, like, uh, you know down by Thorold High, the pool there? Like, Thorold Secondary? Yep. That pool? We used to break, like, when we were teenagers, you used to hop that fence and go swimming in the middle of the night all the time. Sounds pretty awesome. Hmm. What's the statute of limitations on a federal crime? I don't know. It depends on the crime, I think. Oh, I don't think it'd be... It's not too Rape serious. and murder go for a while. Well, like... it definitely... <laughs> What are you admitting here? <laughs> I have committed a federal crime. I climbed a communications tower. Well, we know other people have done that, but they were trying to kill themselves. Well, those were hydro towers. Oh, okay. communications tower. Yeah. Like a radio tower? Yeah. That's actually a federal crime. Interesting. Why did you climb the tower? I don't know. I was out for a walk, also, and I saw it. Why is it a federal crime if, like, a private company put up a communications tower? That's a strange... Thing. Because, like, if... Like Bill's a terrorist and he's yeah. trying to, uh... Scram scramble, scramble the CBC. Alu Akbar. <laughs> subliminal messages on the CBC. Oh, wait, they already do that. Never mind. That's why it's the Communist Broadcast Corporation. <laughs> nice. Uh, if only we could take the whole CBC and throw it out of the helicopter. Kevin O'Leary wanted to do something similar. He should have. There's a very profound political bent on the CBC. I, I listened to them pretty much every single day for about a year this past year, and it was it was interesting. A lot of the stories are great, but a lot of times they have a very strange political slant to them. Oh, they definitely, they slant very much to the left. 
They're like the BBC. Yeah, pretty much. And and listening to the WBFO station NPR, like the NPR station yep. across the border, more cent- more centrist, I would say. They yep. sort of hear both sides, which is interesting. I like it a little bit better. Kevin's dad, uh, he listens to Fox News. Like from the states, he has uh, like the satellite radio. Mm-hmm. It's always interesting listening to that. I've never tried. Yeah, they they are they're a little crazy sometimes. I bet. Yeah. But uh, it's not all bad, you know. Just like good old Daddy Trump. Smiley <laughs> uh, Neopolis always called Trump Daddy. He's been posting more recently. I yeah, he's kind of gone back into things. Like he's. At least his social media presence is sort of going up. Like, his, he's posting more to Instagram and stuff. Yeah. A lot of just shit posting, I would say. Well, yeah, Milo does a lot. Sh- That's why I like Milo, because he's very shit posty. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know if I follow him on YouTube anymore. I haven't seen one of his videos. I don't think ever. he's put out a video in a long time. I don't know. What are doing with his life? Are we just sucking black dick or something? He does have a husband. Yeah, he does. He's married to a black guy. That's true. So then, chances are. Yeah, but you know he's a racist Nazi. Yeah. So. So he spits on it first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where to go from there? Um, I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to go from being talking about a racist spitting on dicks and spitting on dick because you're racist. I'm disappointed you got caught. All those robberies. I honestly thought you were still talking about spitting on dicks. This like you got caught spitting on dicks. Yep. That's what the, I do. The fiancé, I'm sorry. Oh, God. Now <laughs> we weren't supposed to be talking. But apparently there's a spitting on dick history. Yeah. I love all those dicks, you know. Big fan of dicks. <laughs> you love the type. Like, not Dick Cheney, though. Like, no. <laughs> dick Cheney's a fucking idiot. Most of the people in the Bush administration were. What what exactly was Dick Cheney's job? He was uh, their like defense minister. Okay. Yeah. He's essentially who pushed for the war in Iraq. I have watched way too many videos that have explained all this stuff in detail to have entirely forgotten it at this point. But I've definitely entirely forgotten it at this point. I actually watched a really neat movie the other night that dealt with like gun renders in it it was a like serious jonah hill movie which he should not do serious no roles. He's, he's good in comedy yeah he's like he's really as like a kid yeah does he still look like a kid yeah he just looks like he kind of looks like jesse but a hundred pounds heavier oh he, he got fat yeah well he he has ballooned up and down over the years he did get skinny like he did the 21 22 jump street uh, Tila and I fake cast a movie about our trip to Dominican, and I got cast as Jonah Hill. Hill. Okay, yeah. Or Jonah Hill got cast as me, so it's funny you say that. So. Yeah, he's. But yeah, I don't know. I also watched. Have you heard of that foreigner movie, like with old Jackie Chan? No. Oh man, like sixty-year-old Jackie Chan is adorable. Really? Yeah, he's like, he has to carry these heavy bags, and he's all like bent over, and it's. But then he gets kicked off a fucking roof. And he's still doing his own stunts. How old is Jackie Chan? Yeah, he's like old, old. Let me... I haven't seen something with him in it for a long time. How old is Jackie Chan? Oh, is is Siri going to beat... I beat you. 64. Damn. Yeah. Is that a picture of him? No, that's that's young Jackie Chan. Well, at least he gave me an 
because she gave me an answer. That's five foot nine. Well, not a terrible height to be, I guess. Yeah, like, this is old looking Jackie Chan. Yeah, he's pretty old looking. Yeah, and like, he's all gray and stuff. But the movie is really good. It's on Netflix if you want to watch it. It's called The Foreigner. For some reason, the only stuff I can, the only thing that I can bring myself to listen, no, to watch on Netflix is Family Guy. I don't know why. <laughs> I love rewatching Family Guy episodes. It's the so old episodes are classic yeah. episodes. I have a question I have to ask both of you that will inevitably show our ages. Okay. Who is Bond for you? Who is Bond? Yeah, who is James Bond for you? Who is your <laughs> James Bond? See, I play the my most experience with James Bond is mostly just playing the N sixty four Goldeneye game. So Pierce, Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. Who's Bond for you? My answer is not as simple because the first Bond, like the first Bond movie I ever saw, was Casino Royale. So your Bond is Daniel what? Craig. Really? Uh-huh. You are disappointed. That's a. That's but, a two. Yeah. Okay. Now that was twelve years ago. Okay. okay. And I was just getting into the spy phase of, like, I guess, interest. I had read Dr. No before Casino Royale, and I'm now currently watching through all of them. I have them on Blu-ray. And honest to God, if I had to choose, Roger Moore. Roger Moore's Roger not Moore's bad. a good choice, yeah. Roger Moore, his first, his first two, really good. They get a little hokey. And we just finished Roger Moore, so we're heading into a dark age. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be saved by Pierce Brosnan for a little bit of time. But Sean Connery was good. The, the Sh- Bond? Sean Connery, looking back, probably is the iconic Bond. Yes. But the, the movies, it's absolutely amazing to go back and look at... From what Russia would love her. Like, the first Bond movie and think, okay, there's the gun barrel sequence. Yeah. They did that because somebody thought it'd be cool. cool Nobody knew that it'd be so iconic. Mm -hmm. Absolutely so iconic. The theme, just iconic. So they did this movie. They didn't even know what they had. The stunts, not all that impressive, so to speak. Not at the time, anyway. And it's also very interesting to note the way that action movies were shot back then because it was no music, just nothing. So it's not really that entertaining, but by the second movie, they're like, okay, kind of do it. Gun barrel sequence, music, a little bit better action. So it's nice to see the progression. Um, but Roger Moore, I, I, I don't know. He, Sean Connery is good, and Sean Connery would be a second. But Roger Moore, I just had more fun with. See, I meant more like the growing up who was your Bond. Pierce Brosnan. Was yes. Pierce, Pierce Brosnan would be the first Bond that I ever played, because I played the N64 and so, yeah. really good and slightly underrated uh, GameCube uh, uh, Everything or Nothing. It was also on the other systems that was as well. The Game Boy version of that was even good. But yeah, Everything or Nothing was a really good game. Who was who, who that? That was Pierce Brosnan playing James Pierce Bond. Bond. It was his still. last James Bond ever. Really? So if you want the unofficial last James Bond uh, movie or uh, title with Pierce Brosnan. Everything or nothing. And it was very good. It, it was. had Willem Dafoe in it as the villain. Like, that's just a dream casting that they wasted on a video game. <laughs> it was kind of an interesting game because it brought a lot of, like, slow motion sequences and a lot of action sequences. Kind of like to skydive. Yeah. And, and I even 
the invisible cars a little bit hokey the ai in the game was interesting too because you could i swear to god my brothers and i would play certain missions in the game like hundreds of times just in a sitting and we just redo it and see the different outcomes because yeah. you there's lots of them that were stealth based and you have to you know silently kill a couple guys or do whatever you can make your choices along the way the was, aiming system was good because yeah. you could actually choose and the villains themselves were well done if you shot somebody in the foot they wouldn't die headshot done yep and they reacted on like based on where they got shot and they reacted to different things to get those little spider things that would crawl through yeah. the environment and you could you could do lots of stuff in that game um the thing that sucked about that game the multiplayer they focused a lot. That was terrible. Wasn't yeah, good. That was absolutely. Terrible. And you think when you're create, if you're like, okay, so we got Pierce Brosnan, we're doing a Bond game. We got a good story. We got Willem Dafoe. I don't know how the fuck we got him. But he's game. Uh-huh. <laughs> Leave. So we have everybody. We'll focus all the attention on that. But Jesus, you know that game that came out in '95? It's all about the multiplayer. That's what we have to do. Just make a shitty, shitty multiplayer. It's fine. It's good. Goldeneye made me realize they spent all their money on Willem Dafoe. Yeah, Goldeneye made me realize I could be good at video games. Period. I just cake my friends' asses at that game. Even friends that were like relatively good at video games compared to me. Sorry, ninety-seven. Like ninety-five's a little early. It's it's a little early. They were still making SNES games in ninety-five, Jesse. Well, the I was playing it like by the, around the year 2000. They're important years, though. Like the 90s is very important for video game development. Shit. So if you're almost 30 years old, what year were you born? 89. Okay. So you got to experience the 90s as like a moder- oh, yes. moderately conscious child. Oh, yeah. I, I remember a lot. I remember seeing Space Jam in theaters. That's wow. What was your first? What the fuck is wrong with you? That's such a good movie. No, it's not. It's, it's nost- I have nostalgia for it. I oh, slap that fucking drunk out of your hands. What was the first movie that you guys saw in theaters? That I remember seeing? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, sure. I mean, I can't ask you, but the ones you don't remember seeing. Yeah, I probably a Space Jam. Okay. I can't remember. For me, it was the Phantom Menace Star Wars. And I, my parents just never, never brought me to movie theater until that Star Wars movie came out. And you know what? As a kid, I loved it. It was great. I remember liking it a lot as a kid, and now I watch it, and... Yeah. It's, it's cringeworthy, for sure. It's not as bad as, like, the new trilogy. Yeah, I don't know. I still don't know how I feel about the new trilogy. I've only watched each of the movies once in theaters, and but, I haven't seen the last one, actually. I've only seen the first two. Oh, like, you haven't seen The Last Jedi yet? No. Oh, it is terrible. Okay, good. Hold on, I'm hold not going to watch it. A L- little bit of a confusion there. There still only are first two in the trilogy. The third of the trilogy has come Yeah, out. like, uh... So you've seen... The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi. I know you've seen The Last Jedi. No, I, I saw. No, he hasn't the seen The Force Awakens and the whatever the one that was like back. The saw Rogue One. Yeah, Rogue, Rogue One. one yeah. That's what it was. So you and Tila didn't go see The Last Jedi? No, really, did not see it. Okay, you've seen it, right? Mm-hmm. Back me up on this. The entire plot of the movie is shit. We should have gone gas. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. And like poor tactical decisions. Well, it's a lot of movies, but yeah. Essentially, the entire movie. Eric boils down to the Rebellion escaping at sublight speeds from the Imperials. Okay. And I don't... Is it spent mostly on a ship? Yeah, pretty well. Okay. And, like, I don't know why the Imperials didn't jump three destroyers ahead of them and cut them off. Movie over. I thought it was going to be a a different movie, I guess, because they they alluded to it in the... um... 
The Force Awakens to be... Mm-hmm. Gonna, it was going to be pretty interesting. And, like, you know all the shit they build up with Snoke in The Force Awakens? <laughs> yes. He just dies. Oh. He just gets cut in half. So, the problem... Like, they Darth Maul him. Oh. The problem Such with a the cool trilogy of, some, of this caliber uh, is they didn't give the, the series their Peter Jackson. They could have... I mean, say what you want about... I'm blanking on the name. Rian Johnson? Nope. Force Awakens. J.J. Abrams. Yeah, say what you want about J.J. Abrams, but why not just give them all three? Let him carry out his vision, because that way it'll work. I mean, he'll be able to do, because now you have a movie that he was like, okay, so we set up Snoke, and Rian Johnson's like, eh! And J.J. was like, what the fuck? Rion Johnson's a fucking retard. And then, isn't Abrams coming back for the next? Yes. So, Abrams is like, okay, so I had this plan, you fuck this up, what can I piece from mine that works here, and it's just going to be garbled. So if they're going to do another trilogy, which they probably will, they need to say, you're a talented director. Direct three of them? Direct three of yeah, them. Yeah, that'd be helpful. Your vision throughout... Obviously, with studio interference, but throughout all three, that's the way it's going to be. Because doing it, I mean, it's. The Last Jedi is actually amazing in the sense of how much power a writing team slash director has in a big franchise. Because I used to always think that when you're directing something, Edgar Wright with the original Ant-Man stuff, he was like, there's too many creative differences. I can't make the movie I want to make. And I thought that for anything like that, be it Marvel, which is now Disney, or be it anything Disney, as a director, you're not a button pusher, but you don't have as much control as a normal director. But with The Last Jedi, it's like, well, fuck, he obviously had a lot of control, or they absolutely didn't know what they were doing, which is well, also the, possible. They very much pushed push the social justice agenda in that movie. They've been trying a little bit since the beginning of that trilogy, though. But, oh my god, it's, it's worse, yeah. so, like, like, the Rose character, the Asian girl... Who like yes, you must look at me because I am the, I am the whammon. Respect me. Um, Fuck. And then their their spinoff movies. Solo killed them. So the movie about Han Solo killed any future. Still haven't seen it. It was really good. I heard it was really? fucking abysmal. I I enjoyed it. What did it get on? Probably IMDb? because I was expecting the worst. Or the worst, and then at the end of the day, I'm like, okay, the problem with their entire strategy is it's too much all at once. Because Star Wars fatigue. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. if you did one movie a year, which they were supposed to do, main Star Wars, side story. Main Star Wars, side story. That could work. You're never going to get the same boom as The Force Awakens because that was a long hiatus. It was. And you it was... do it once a year, that's fine. But Solo came out, what, five months, six months after The Last Jedi? Like, mm -hmm. fuck. And then prequels already have issues because nothing you can do in that movie is going to scare me to think Han Solo is going to die. Yep. Because he's not going to die. Some prequels can do it well. One of the best prequels I've seen is a TV series, Better Call Saul. Yeah. The prequel to Breaking yeah. Bad. Because they do it in such a way where you know he's not going to die, but they, it's it's very tense. 
and there's side characters that you actually end up caring about, and then you're like, fuck, I, you didn't exist. Are you dead? Yeah. He has a romantic character in the TV show, and she's never mentioned in Breaking Bad. Like, do you break up? Are you going to die? What the fuck is going to happen to you? Do they have, like, a forecasted final season for that, or what? They, it, it's changed a lot over the years, but they're toying, like, two more seasons, three more seasons, but they're toying with the idea... They're very careful with their cameos. Mike is a main character. You would be. Yeah. Gus is now a main character as of the last season, and it's kind of cool. Sorry, spoiler alert. <laughs> Asshole. No, he was advertised in well, commercials. Like, in Breaking Bad, I'm trying to think. Saul is introduced more midway in season three. Is it three? I thought it was two. Maybe two. So Gus is still around at that point. Gus is still around because yeah. he exists. Mike is introduced and you're introduced to Gus, but it's neat to see Gus in uh, Better Call Saul because he's just starting that meth lab underneath the... So it's a very neat prequel to him, and you see him make the mistakes, you see him meet up with Mike, eventually you're going to see him meet up with Gale. So that's kind of neat. So instead of it just being centered around Saul, they are actually making an honest-to-God prequel to Breaking Bad. And they're hinting at the fact that in the back, because obviously... Walter White had no idea who Saul Goodman was. No. So they can't just have him meet and be like, hey, you're Saul Goodman. But they're teasing the fact that at some point you may see Walter White in the background as kind of like a tease to know that he exists. It'd be funny. But Jesse knew that Saul Goodman exists. Because he was his lawyer. Well, he wasn't his lawyer at, at the beginning, but he's like, he's this but is he, the lawyer you want. He is a yeah, criminal yeah. lawyer. Yeah. So he might, and you know, the DEA agents, so they are kind of tying it together without being cheesy about it. Like, they brought the twins back. The the silent twins. Yeah, the cartel twins. The cartel twins. And they're just as menacing. Mainly because, just because you know they're gonna die, they can still kill a fuck ton of people here. I heard they were gonna make a Breaking Bad sequel, too. Like, they were gonna bring it back out. Well, Jesse Pinkman's still on the run, so... Yeah. And it's not confirmed that Walter's dead. So, that was a theory. Like, you're I, pretty sure he's dead, but you don't see him. Like, if you don't see a body, they're not dead. We saw a, I we saw we, a body laying on the ground. Yeah. Yes. But that's what I mean. Like, you don't yeah. see them die, die. There, there was a theory going on. In fact, there was a crowdfunding campaign, and I don't know how close this tied in, that they wanted to shift the central focus of... Breaking Bad to the police officers that find Walter White and how they've now, like they have to, now that they have the kingpin, they have to destabilize the meth empire. But it was supposed to be starring like, I know the name is not going to be right, but I'll just say Richard Branson or something. It was something really weird. Richard Branson is a Opposed to Brian Cranston? Isn't, no. isn't Richard Branson the guy who owns Virgin? <laughs> like, okay, so it's always not Richard Branson. <laughs> but it's just a really weird character, not playing Walter White, but playing one of the police officers. Okay. okay. Now, Vince Gilligan, the head behind it, has kind of confirmed what he believes happened to Jesse Pinkman. So he's kind of killed off the storyline. Although you could probably get a season out of it, maybe two but I don't know if they'd do that. Plus, Better Call Saul's still doing very well. Yeah. Um, he said, he got away, and you like to think that he'd, you know, make it off into a sunset and 
you know, spend his life as a as a worker, but realistically, his fingerprints were all on that lab. Mm-hmm. He has to be very careful, and he wasn't all that lucky in the show. And he also, while he was smart, he wasn't the smartest, so he is going to be caught. So that's his his reality. Well, there's a lot of shows like that that they could make extra seasons of to explain more things. But I thought overall the show's arc was good. There, you, you built it up so much. To the point where I couldn't come up with a better ending because I I have no I have absolutely no idea how the fuck you would end that show. He ends up winning. Cancer comes back. A lot of people are like, well, he could just die of cancer. That way, I, he, he didn't really solve anything. His family got the money because that'd be the saddest. He loses all his money. He dies of cancer. So he's failed on both fronts. His family doesn't get any of it. Well, kind of how ruined. it ends. Pardon? That's kind of how it ended. You assume that his family gets the money. That's also something you never you never find out. No, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, because no. Skyler's working as like a police dispatcher or whatever at the end. You really think that they let somebody on her criminal bed? She's working for a taxi. Tax, sorry, taxi. <laughs> my bad. I realize that my husband's a wanted meth kingpin, but can I dispatch police officers, please? You, you know what I fucking. <laughs> And it, you feel so bad because his like son just hates him. Oh gosh. yeah, yeah. Like and he doesn't seem to really understand the full gravity well, of the situation. Well, that's why. Wait another ten years and we'll do Breaking Bad Returns. The Phantom Menace. The. Uh, the Meth Awakens. The, wa- the Walter. <laughs> yeah, the Meth Awakens. The Walter Junior story. Where, Where he's, he's the drug. Yeah, and he just crunches a machine gun, just waiting to kill people. I've seen an anime like that. Pops. Somebody had a peg leg, but it was actually a machine gun. Well, I saw... Did you ever see Piranha? Like the 2000, yeah. 2012 one, the 3D? That's a fun movie. It's not a good movie. There's titties in it. There's t- t- yeah, it's yeah. fun. We're then guys, made, we love titties. Then they made a sequel. And it was co- called Piranha 3 Double D. Yes. So good title. That's all it had going for it. Yeah, you get it? You like that? That's good. Boobs. And it was shit. Absolute shit. The idea that piranhas overtake a water park. That's what it was about, really? Yeah. Wasn't the first one like about spring break or something? Yeah, in yeah. a lake. Okay. Where piranhas are. Yeah. The fact that you get hundreds of piranhas in a water park. Come. And you and there's that old video and you know, whenever we talk about horror movies, Teal and I always joke, just get out of the water. And at the end of the movie, they get out of the water. And you're thinking, that's fine and good. A lot of people dead. These are out of the water. David Hasselhoff's in it. Yeah. Just good so you know. So they all get out of the water. Please tell me the piranhas make mech suits. No. Little kid sees a dying piranha on the, on the land. And then it just jumps up and flies, because in the second Piranha... Flies. Because in the original Piranha series back in the 80s, there was Piranha and the Piranha 2, the spawning. Piranha 2, they did kind of fly. So they were hinting at, oh, now it's flying Piranha. I'm like, go fuck yourselves. Jesus. It's not good. And I don't... I realize that the first one had uh, the character, the, the pornographer, get killed in the water... And then he's like, my penis. I don't have my he penis. Gets his dick la, 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 yeah. la. That's it's fine. It's floating around in the water. It's floating around. Prana eats it. 
That's what, wasn't it just the movie they uncover some underground cave yeah. with these crazy piranhas? Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, a friend's mother took me to that that showing, and I was <laughs> I was pretty young at the time, and it was <laughs> it was something to see. Um, I have a similar story to that. I remember in great. You remember when they did the American Wedding movie? Yeah. Like the last American. Yeah. I was in like grade eight, and my friend's dad took me to that, and I was like, hmm, "Neat." <laughs> I throw you a bachelor party, sure, stiff or whatever. But the dildo show, if there's time. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm in grade eight, and I'm going to that. I was like, okay. Um, but in Piranha Two, you actually get to see a guy get his penis ripped off by a piranha. Like they have a yeah, they have a shot of his penis. With a piranha on it. Oh. Okay. That's... You show a piranha eat an animated penis, I'm okay with that. You show his dick and balls being mutilated by a piranha, I'm out. Like, fuck this. Yeah. Not a chance. Sympathy pains. Because the woman takes a bath, little baby piranha goes in her vagina. Okay. And then somehow swing around her body. pretty loose to fit in there. She's like, I feel... I feel weird. Feel very weird. Swimming around her body. You would feel weird, yes. And then, because she feels weird, she's like, "I think I'm gonna die. You should have sex with me." So what? The guy has sex with her, and he's thrusting, and all of a sudden he's like, "Oh my god!" He pulls out. There's a piranha. Then he runs into the kitchen. The piranha's on his dick. You get to see bouncing balls. And he's like, "Ah!" And he takes a knife and castrates himself. And then. She comes out, she's freaking out, and her friends come over, and then she's like, Jason cut off his penis. It's not a good movie. It's like Piranha 2, which one? Piranha 3 Double D. Did, oh. did a feminist write this as like a I Tumblr no fan idea. fiction? Where men cut off their dicks because piranhas are on them? Well, clearly he must have been raping her, so that's his... No, it was consensual. Aren't you sure? Did they consent every 30 seconds? No, but it was only there, lasted about 30 seconds. a written contract involved? She said, I think I'm going to die. We should have sex for the first time. He's like, fuck, let's go. And then Piranha. So, I mean, I guess he got what was coming to him. but Yeah. Literally well, coming to him. But, no, it's not a good movie. And the first, the reboot, Piranha, was so fun. So lighthearted. A little bit funny. They cast old horror movie actors in it. And it's good. And Grames. It's great. And then the second one was in development hell for a long time. I'm like, how do you... Like, what are you sitting here developing? Like, what are you... Why are you delaying it? It's a killer piranha movie with David Hasselhoff. Like, that should write... Like, somebody gets decapitated by one of those triangle... Uh, banner things you know they're like the triangle oh, okay. things he's driving a four-wheeler and apparently he's going fast enough that he can just clean slices he had to go really quick he wasn't yeah and somebody sees this it's just so much stupider somebody sees this hot girl in the pool and he's a little bit of a creep so he sticks his dick in one of the filtration like one of the things no and the piranhas come and fly and he's like it's okay it's not even mad it's just weird uh no. Yeah. It, it, dick in the jets or something? Or yeah. That's, that sounds like a good way to lose your dick. Yeah. yeah. Well, he did. Yeah. Clearly. So, not good. American Wedding. Also not the greatest, but still fun. Yeah. Still fun. Very fun. Um, 
Yeah, comedies are so weird when they do sequels because, again, it's like the Star Wars thing. You get a new director. Somebody's like, maybe I want to go a little bit darker. But that's not why I like the first movie. I like the first movie because it was lighthearted. Right? Like Anchorman 1 and Anchorman 2. There's that. Second Anchorman. Horrible fucking yep. movie. It was very different than the first Or, one. and this pisses me off, Grown Ups. Okay? I realize not everybody likes the movie. I don't at all. I fucking love Adam Sandler movies. Seriously? Yes. Okay. So the original, so you'll be with me on this, hopefully. The original Grown Ups, the script was floating around since the 90s. It's a very 90s movie. Slapstick humor. It's relatively family friendly. And it's a fun movie. And it, it's, I think, his most successful movie outside of Hotel Transylvania, which they consider a Adam Sandler movie. I don't know. Holy yeah, he's pretty good movie. shit. He voice acts in that. Yes, he does. I've All never three. thought about yeah. that. And he does a very good job. He does a very good job as Dracula. Yeah, he does. So, they were like, we have to make a Grown Ups too." So they write a movie based on a 90s movie, but write it like in 2000s. And it's just so much meaner. Hmm. Like, I realize I don't like Nick Swartzen, but they kill him multiple times. Like, he should be dead. They break his neck by... He's passed out on a bus. They rev the bus up. He goes sliding and hits his head on the back of the bus. Dead. Doesn't even live in the same world. Like, there's police officers in this town. They're just like, fuck it, we'll give you a ride. They're driving the car for no reason. Just going... Doesn't exist. The first one existed in a comedic real world, but it had consequences. If you got stabbed by an arrow, you get a cast. If you, if you, like the deer at the start of the second yeah. one in the or the moose or whatever, it was a deer. Was it a deer? Yeah, and just pissing like pisses in Adam Sandler's mouth. Gets right. up to the second floor or third floor of the house without waking anyone up. How I can't get to the third floor of a house without waking someone up. The only joke in the movie that makes me laugh is within the first 10 minutes and Selma Hayek drives away and his kids are going to school. Last day of school. That's a big, important plot. Taylor Lautner's in it too. Okay. Not to do with this scene, but... And Selma Hayek drives away and he's... Fuck. Now I'm going to butcher the joke. Oh! Uh, he's talking to his kids who are now teenage boys and are talking about girls and whatnot and he's like, look at me dating your mother shit like that only happens in the movies and it's it's funny because he does normally have really sexy on-screen co-stars then he's like it's in our blood the fuglies get the good <laughs> looking women I'm like okay that made me laugh it's nice to see kevin james but there's jokes that lead nowhere kevin james has a caffeine addiction he is consistently drinking those five-hour energy shots with no like he's just give me another realize those aren't good for your heart <laughs> like there's no punchline I don't, I don't get what's funny about that maybe there's a director's cut where it's supposed to be funny but it's not funny see I like the movies so much because like Chris Rock's in them you remember when Chris Rock used to be huge mm -hmm. and he's fucking hilarious yeah he is like, yeah, not as much in Grown Ups too, but he had some good parts in Grown Ups yeah like that's why I like it because it hits on all the like 90s people and 90s tropes that the movie with. would have been better if Chris Farley was still around. Because Kevin James was just brought along for the ride because Chris Farley is no longer there. It was supposed to be an SNL, hey, here's everybody. They need the fat guy. They need the fat guy jokes. Chris Farley's not around. Who's a big fat guy? Kevin James. And Kevin James isn't bad. He's not bad. Pretty good. And he's, in the movie, he's pretty, some really good lines. Like, 
like, say what you want, but the first Paul Blart Mark Mall Cop was actually a pretty funny movie. I enjoyed it. The second one where they were like, yeah, we're going to do... We're going to make you an FBI agent or something. Yeah, no. no. It's not good. But, like, the first movie is believable. the first one. Um, and then Adam Sandler's Netflix stuff. The first little bit, a little bit questionable, but he... He had some movies, like Cowboys and shit. Yeah, that That's one the... people were really mad about. Yeah. And it's not funny. Yeah, but... All right. Uh... I'm going to blank on the names here, but the, he did one where he plays a Hollywood agent and he's a shitty Hollywood agent and he represents some really shitty people. It's on Netflix, Netflix original. It was well done, but it was smaller. The only problem was, is he had to go through the entire movie with him doing his awkward Adam Sandler voice, which is like, now you listen here. And then the one that he did was Chris Rock. Yeah. On Netflix, and it's all about a wedding, and his daughter, and he's poor, and Chris Rock is a rich doctor, so nothing groundbreaking, but I enjoyed it, and I'd watch it again. See, like the iconic Adam Sandler movies to me is like Billy Lip- Madison, Happy Gilmore, Little Happy. Nicky, Big Daddy, Big Daddy. I don't like Little Nicky, but Big Daddy, Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, yeah. and uh, he really began to lose it with me. After, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry, but I really like Just Go With It. But I also really like the movie it's based on, starring Walter Matthau as well. Ooh. It's a reboot, actual remake. Click is a weird one. Click? Oh, fuck, I forgot about yeah, Click. That, I that love a, Click. That was a weird movie at the end where it's like... I'm the angel of death. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, did not see that movie going that way. But it, it was it was interesting. His name's Morty, so he is... I am the angel of death. Come on. It's great. <laughs> I've never done a Christopher Walken impression. That's the first time ever. Oh, Christopher Walken. The podcast. He's so funny. Oh, yeah. I, I still love that reading he did of, like, what was it, Where the Wild Things Are or something? Yeah, yeah, the storybook for kids. Wasn't it Good Night Moon? I don't know. There's some story. No, I think it was one of the storybooks for kids or anything. Yeah, but that's, that's a kid's storybook. Oh, he did that, but Samuel L. Jackson read a book called Go the Fuck to Sleep. Fantastic. The only better thing I think I've ever heard is, uh, what's his name doing Fifty Shades of Grey? Uh, the guy with the really annoying voice. Uh, Gilbert Gottfried. Yes, that's his name. I kind of like it. It's, it's an interesting voice. I want to play this. He's in a boat. He looks pleased with himself. He's very happy to be there. There's another tree out there. <laughs> It's so good. Can you imagine having like Christopher Walken or Morgan Freeman just narrate your life? Well, Click touched on that. Because when they did. were doing the the voice... Oh no, that was James Earl Jones. But that'd still be badass Yeah, James well, Earl Jones is a pretty good actor too. And he'd be good for voiceover work. That's weird. You know you're really good when they're like, fuck everybody else. We're going to recast everybody for the live action Lion King, which isn't live action, it's animated. Except, Except for James Earl Jones. Who's getting the role, yeah. You're like, you were Mufasa back then, you're Mufasa now. And I like to think that because they're also redoing Aladdin, that they would have did the same thing for the genie had Robin Williams still been around. Like, we'll recast everybody else, you're the genie. I you miss got Robin it. Williams so much. <sighs> think about him a lot. Do you remember, like, Flubber? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a good Flubber, movie. that was a 90s movie. Yeah. 
his weird romance with the uh, with Weebo. The, yeah, the robot. I thing. like Hook. Hook was good too. Yeah. Patch um, Adams. Patch Adams yep. was good. Uh, Jack. Yes. I gotta say, I like him better in in his movies than I do in his. He could go on like I guess talk shows and stuff like that, like late night talk his shows. His stand was really good though. His stand's good, but the talk show stuff was kind of cringe. It, I don't know. He was well practiced enough that it was fluid, but it was kind of not that interesting. You know who does really good stand up? That was probably my favorite like stand up tr- transition to actor. Tim Allen. He is really yeah. good like stand up. Yeah. Tim Allen seems like the kind of guy who after a show would be like, "Hey, you want to go for a beer?" Sure. And you would have a fucking great conversation. He probably would have been before. Not so much now. No, I think still now he yeah. seems like a cool guy. This is he was He's, probably pretty big. I mean, big star not Arguably not the best looking star, so you could probably get away with him being in a bar just drinking. And he seems just like such a down to earth guy. And what a what a mix of roles! Like he's an iconic Pixar yeah. character, like Buzz Lightyear. If they ever do a, it'd be weird. They'd be like we're gonna do a live action Toy Story movie, like but not with Tim Allen. Yeah, no, Tim Allen's the only one because I would say that Tim Allen. Is more iconic as Buzz than Tom Hanks is as Woody. Tom Hanks is good Woody though. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't think you can replace either of them honestly. No, but they true. do all the time. Tim out Al- or Tom Hanks's brother voices Woody in everything but the movies. Really? I yeah. Oh, What's wow. everything but all the, the movies? video games, the TV shows, everything, even like uh, I, I don't know what else has been out there, but yeah, it's Tom Hanks's brother that does it. Interesting. I guess not too many people knew that. I, I've, never, I've never seen anything but the movies, so I don't know. I think I played one Toy Story game for the Super Nintendo way, way back in the day. They had a weird racing game for uh, the PlayStation, where it was like Toy Story Racer. All right. I guess they weren't pretty original with the title. <laughs> Those were the days when you could just tack racing onto something. It was. Like... We have an intellectual property that has nothing to do with racing. But if we add racing to it, it's fine. It made kind of sense. The only one that really made sense was when you got to play as RC, the car. So like, okay, this is what it does. Yeah, that, that, yep. The weird power-ups, you got to throw uh, pool balls at people. Doesn't, it was a fun game. It doesn't make a lot of sense, but all right. It was a lot of fun. I remember that. There were driving parts in that SNES game where you got to play as RC. And like, if you didn't collect enough batteries, you just died. Because you ran out of power. There was a good uh, Buzz Lightyear um, computer game where you got to play. Like it was around Toy Story Two, so it was centered, I think, around the Toy Story Two plot. But there was good. They they had some good. Disney had a good, not necessarily like I don't even know back then if you could consider it AAA, but they were never like AAA games, but they were fun games for kids, especially. Yeah. You get to play as your character. Um, that's great, but Buzz. There's one game I remember, but I don't. I don't know what it's called at all. I know there's like a there's um a level where you're in a house, or there's one where you're in like a construction sort of yard, and I gotta think what it was. But it was on the N64, and it was on PC. I played it mostly on PC. I think we're talking about the same one. It could be, yeah. Did you play as you're, Buzz Lightyear? Yeah, you're supposed to defeat Zerg basically yeah. at the end of the game. I think we're talking about the same one. Either of you. I, I, 
I'm assuming that Tilsonburg wasn't the Holy Grail scholastic stuff. Did your schools have book orders? Yes. Oh, man. Do you oh, remember absolutely. the book fair? Yeah. Oh, fucking <laughs> scholastic fucking book, book fair. fair. I would just buy posters and shit. That's oh, all man. I ever That's where did. I got the majority of my, like, educational computer games. Remember Math Circus? Yeah. One and, and two. And there was a third. And three. And never got into three. Or, of course... Those were on the computers at yeah. school. Yeah. Or the those. classic cross-country Canada. Oh, man. So good. Did your... You're the same age as me, right? How old are you? I'll be 30 in six months. Or are you a little older? He's a little younger. I'm 26. Okay, you might not remember it then. Do you remember before schools got... Like, when they still had, like, the DOS-based computers? Oh, God. Do you remember Laser Chess? No. Oh, man. Laser Chess was the shit when I was a kid. And I think it was the bishops. I think the knights were mirrors. Okay. And the bishops were lasers, so you could, like, shoot and bounce off and kill pieces. Interesting. Yeah. I remember back in kindergarten, we got to play this game on the computer, and it was called Super Dinosaur Adventure 3D. We got 3D glasses. And okay. We to play it in 3D, and it was the best. They had this... This basically doom ripoff where you were put in a cave and there was a countdown and you had to get out of the cave before the asteroid strikes. I think that's the game. Yep, that's the game I played. Yeah. Buzz Lightyear to the rescue. But it, it was a Toy Story 2 game. I said Toy Story 2. Okay. It was around the time, yeah. Um, and that game, I loved it. I got to learn a lot. You actually got to see animations, dinosaurs and whatnot. And the coolest part of that was seeing that game and, like, it's in the Scholastic book order. Oh. We have to get it. It was, it was great. I think the first 3D game I remember ever playing was original RuneScape. They My brother was into RuneScape, but that never was. They now have a mobile version of that for your phone. There's a mobile version? Yeah. What I know there's mobile there? Fortnite. I, I'm I'm gonna watch that probably later tonight to have a major nostalgia trip, but that's this is this a is it. this is a playthrough of the entire game. Oh god! Yeah, I I will probably have a nostalgia heart attack at some point tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I remember this. Yeah. Oh <laughs> Please insert your rumble pack. You can tell it's the N64 version then. Do you Red re- alert! Do you remember the first game that came with the rumble pack? Was it Smash Bros? Star Fox 64. So good. I love that game. Don't. Let's not get copyright strikes. Oh, the Star uh, Fox was so good. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That was probably the first game I remember that had, like, interplanetary travel and stuff in it. It was, it was pretty good. So, I lied. I That was not the first 3D game I remember. First 3D games were on the N64 when I owned one. I guess I was thinking, like, first, like, computer game. Because hmm. we were talking about computers. For some like, reason, when I was a kid, I the first operating system we had for a computer was Windows 95, because my dad didn't really get a computer so much later, I guess, than he, he probably should have. But I played the hell out of that one racing game called Hover. Oh, yeah. It was just Capture the Flag with these like hover cars and stuff. And I probably spent like hundreds of hours as a child playing that game. Do you remember the Space Pinball game? On yep. Windows? Yes. Windows XP. That was so good. Oh, no, was... no, no. That was Windows 95 and 97. Was it? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Do you remember the old Sim Cities? Yes. From back then, like SimCity 2000. Oh yeah. 
I have a drive partitioned on my computer where I've had to install Windows 97 just to be able to play SimCity 2000. Windows 97? There yeah. was no Windows 97, was there? Yeah, there was. 95 and 98. Was there 98? I thought it was 97. <laughs> he no, invented his own operating system. I don't, I don't believe that there's a Windows 97. I uh, we we upgraded to Windows ninety eight after Maybe Windows ninety five. But like I had to install pre two thousand eras Windows. No, there is no Windows ninety seven. Okay. It does not exist. Well, I'm retired. <laughs> Just because you know. I was like, is there an operating system that I don't know exists for for Windows? Because this is this is news to me. The, the built in games are pretty good. Even Spider Solitaire was for some reason really entertaining for me to play. Minesweeper? Classic. Oh, yeah. I didn't even understand it as a kid. I just randomly clicked stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You I just try to get through as many random clicks before it. As an adult, it makes way more sense, and you can play basically without ever failing. The solitaire. Yeah. Are you, are you looking at the boot up screen for Windows? Like, do you getting... remember this sound? Oh, I, I remember the hell out of that sound. Yeah. What? That, that's it. What? Da ding. That it? Yep. Oh, maybe I was thinking the shutdown. Go to Windows. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the same for a lot of the operating systems, though. Yeah. Windows 98, I think, had a bit more of an iconic startup than 95. Yeah. Dun, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, I remember oh. looking at my CRT monitor with a shitty pair it of... It is now safe to shut off your computer? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Time flies. Kid, kids don't understand any of this stuff. I was I was in a Tim Hortons the other day when I was at work, and kids were they pulled somebody had an iPhone five, I think it, I think it was the iPhone five. It was it was the boxy shape, anyways, like the four S and all that. Yeah. And some kid they they brought it over to their friends, and they were all playing with their phones and stuff. And the the other kid was like, "What is that?" And it's like these you know ten year olds they have no idea like this ancient device called the <laughs> iPhone five ever existed and like do you remember the razor phones yeah i had uh i used a little the motorola flip on whatever for a bit. And like the sidekicks and stuff yep those were the first phone well the first phone i ever really got that was picked out for me specifically by my parents was a some samsung slide out keyboard phone yep it's pretty sick one just like that eh? do you remember samsung i still have mine actually do you remember the first one. ipods yeah, yeah. They were like this fucking thick. Yeah, I was always jealous because they had shit. an actual, they had a disc in them, mm -hmm. like they were a hard drive. Yeah, uh, the even the last generation classics still had physical hard drives. Did like, they? Yeah, the mechanical. They, so they still went for like 160 gigs or something. Pretty big. On the cell phone talk. Yeah. Uh, it would have been 2013, but that's. I mean, lots changed in five years, but. I had Justin. We were acting, um, planning for the sitcom, and Justin and this lovely girl named Haley were supposed to play hippies that had been in a commune for years. And we thought, we'll take them to the Penn Center dressed out in hippie attire, see if we got it right. If people don't like second guess it too much, if people are, if they just walk without any stairs, we know we've got it right. And once we're at the Penn Center, uh, Haley was a was a theater student of Justin's film, so she's a little bit more 
into the acting part of it. Yep, yep. So she's like, you know what we should do? We should go to Telus. All right. And we should. You told me about this. And we should just. Oh, this is cringy. What is a cell phone? Yeah. Yep. And this guy did not know how to sell a cell phone to someone who did not know. So people were like existence of it. What? And how he, do I dial? They, Where are he's, he's, this is a phone? Like, yeah. Like, how? And they were just doing it, and <laughs> Jessica and I were standing, pretending to be customers. That'd be listening. so good if it was filmed. We should have, but it was a last-minute thing, and the guy was like, oh, and you can go on the internet. What's the internet? Never mind. Oh, God. They're like, we oh, should, well, we'll think We about should it. do that again. I still have we still can do it. Justin outfit. Yeah, hippy dippy. See if Justin will do it. I'd like to see that. That'd be amazing. Yeah, so that that sitcom character has been through a lot, just not necessarily on screen. He's supposed to become a meat salesman too, actually. We were um, talking about a meat salesman yesterday. We were talking about somebody that sold pepperettes and <laughs> he other. He spent his entire career selling meat door to door. We went basically to the Great Gatsby's house and and watched a fireworks show. Beautiful house. Yeah. 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 Nice. It was. I will call him my great Gatsby because it seems like he's achieved something very interesting. <laughs> Although there probably isn't parties at his house every day, but oh no, 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 that you caught him, you caught him in the two weekends of the summer where he has his brother held a party last Saturday night and he held a party last night, and that's that's the extent of it. Cue either a photo of said event or video footage because yeah, we have both, works. and you have both video. for me. So wonderful. I'm sure I'll see it at some point. Though. Yeah. It's fun. It's neat doing things like that. Working with Eric is interesting. I enjoy our time. I hear disconcerting sounds. That's Nick in the washroom yeah. or in the in the in the kitchen. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, I was gonna say it was. No, I was just I saying. I saw somebody go by. It's like, probably oh. a good time to sign off because we have been on here for quite a bit. It's been just a, about two hours. Actually, about two hours. I thought it would be more awkward, but it's no. not. It's so just there a, were a few pauses. It's like, a conversation. It's okay. But, no, it was good. I always forget how much I enjoy the conversation with you until I see you at a birthday party and realize, fuck, I've actually known you for a long time. But I've seen you, like, four times in the yeah. amount of time I've known you. We should you. hang out sometime. I'm, honestly, I do pretty much fuck all. And that's what so I've gathered. Like, just, I've learned Just like lot. every other guest we have on the podcast, we invite you to come back, and at some point that'll happen, or we, we have Here, never had a repeat guest. Yeah. Somebody who's not an entertainer, okay. somebody who's not a personality. It hasn't worked in the past. We don't have somebody interesting enough to do it, but if you had to pick somebody in your network of people that we could interview... Kevin Banfield. That would go interestingly, although I don't think it would be very much different from you. No, probably not. No. He is a lot, like... You will get a lot more information out of him. I haven't talked enough to him to perhaps know where I would I go with that. have a few questions. Yeah? He goes, oh, God. I, <laughs> I know exactly what you're going to ask him about. He goes very in-depth on things, In especially, his... like, the Amazing Atheist stuff. Okay. He'll just, he can sit here and talk about it. Like, okay, but if not Kevin, think outside of the circle of people that I, like, we know. Who could I get on? Well, I'm not <sighs> asking who you could get no, on. No, but, like, well, myself. <laughs> Uh. Um, who do I know that that? I mean, I do know some interesting characters. Let's talk about them after the podcast is closed to a finish. Sure. So, anyways, I'm Jesse signing off, and I'm Eric. I'm Phil. 
his information's at the bottom of the screen now if I didn't do it earlier. Go check his stuff out. He's, he's entertaining. He's probably more famous than us with the seven, seven concurrent viewers. Feel free to like add me on Facebook, and you'll just enjoy all the shit posting. Perfect. There is so much enough that I'm probably censored. Is there a way to monetize? You are censored. Uh, honestly, <laughs> if I could find a way to monetize my shit posting, I would not have to work a shitty minimum wage job. On that note, have a good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good outro. Yeah, yeah. I can do with that.